Hey, AfterBuzzers, thanks for joining us for another episode of Counterpart. Emily Prime and Emily Silk aren't really that much different. Stay tuned to find out. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. A little throwback of a older song. Yeah. Shake, never go wrong with a classic song. You can't. Right? And finally, one to kind of uplift us in this dark, kind of gloomy show. You yeah. Know, just get a little uplifted. Shake, rattle, and roll. A couple of things in this season. Especially with all this confusion it in this is. episode. Yes. Oh my God. No, actually, we should shake or drop one of the two, but yes. Something. Maybe all three. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for joining us. This is episode five of Counterpart on Stars Shaking the Tree. And I'm Ashley Allen, your host, and you can find me on all social media at Ashley Reed Allen. Welcome back, Counterpart After Buzzers. Again, I am Tequila. Come chat with me at Tequila underscore I am. And quick shout out to Portia and Tehran. Yes. Did not join us today, but we're always thinking of them. Of course. Who and knows, you know, maybe they're counterparts. In their own other world. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be knows? back next week, hopefully, yes. <laughs> yeah, we will see them next week. So, this episode... Started off with a bang, right? It did. That's the part I said I want to shake or drop or one of the two because oh. you get introduction, I guess, what we can call phase two mm-hmm. to this contract that started with Baldwin. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of brought in the feeling that for me, number one, Claire is an idol yeah. from wherever she came from, whatever mm-hmm. side of the world. She is a boss. She's well known. So I thought she was... Not necessarily weak, but I thought she was more talk than action yeah. previously in our previous episode. So I was like, okay, but when, um, what was her name? Ringleader came out and she was like, no, uh-uh. do you know who this mm-hmm. is? And then she just poured her adoration of who Claire is onto her. I was like, oh, Claire, something serious yeah. then. I have to start looking at her differently yeah. now. And I think we've all kind of given Claire those accolades, but it was this this episode was pretty much confirmed that right. she's not just the little cute, you know, Claire running around giving orders. Like, she she has a reputation out here. She really does. <laughs> like, she's really be, someone. Be aware. Yeah. <laughs> so, these three people that we were introduced to in the first part of the episode, which um, they're called the children. The children. So, pretty much what, what their duties are is they're raised and trained for this since they're kids right. and they're brought over to the other side of the world to pretty much they're being trained to do with whatever they're what's about to happen. Clearly it doesn't look good because they don't really show any emotion. None. They move well as a unit and they took this dude out before he even knew what was happening? Yes. And I kind of felt like that was coming. You know how in the sh- TV shows or in movies they give you that suspense yeah. lead up to and then it was. And I was like, darn, so what happened? Because I was confused at first if they were in the old apartment that Baldwin had lived in. Okay. And I actually thought they were coming to kill her since she didn't finish off the job, which according to Claire doesn't seem like that might happen yet. She said there's still some things that need to take place because mm-hmm. um, one of the children was a little annoyed that... These people are still alive. Like, yeah. they're supposed to be dead by the time we come in. Yeah. Um, but I also like the part, I guess, we play on what they're called the school. Mm-hmm. And just levels that I hopefully will see because, you know, you have your children. So I'm thinking what these are, like, the Tyler age is come in and just right. do whatever is minimal or whatever is needed because you have just that ability to do 
anything and you mm-hmm. don't really have the uh, emotion behind it to care right. about what you're doing. So hopefully we won't see that crossover as what happened to Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, I wonder if they actually have others. Hopefully we'll see eventually. But yeah. Yeah. And if they're still alive. That maybe. too. Yes. I think that even though we got confirmation that Claire, you know, caused a lot of shots in this episode, her energy to me is really draining. Um, She doesn't have that, like, she doesn't have that aura of a boss or someone who is calling the shots. She almost seems very sad. She seems confused. And I think that if she's going to be playing this role or in this role that she's in, she kind of needs to change her energy because she's lucky that the one of the children actually knew who she were because the right. two men were kind of like, why? They're they're questioning her. Yes. And she didn't even really do anything to stop them or correct them or anything. So I think going forward, if she is going to be the person in power and is going to be someone that people need to respect, she kind of needs to shift her energy. And I'm not exactly sure why her energy is the way it is. Well, I initially thought she was just so like melancholy because of the way she had to set up and change her relationship with Baldwin. Baldwin? Okay. Yeah, I thought that maybe that was the reason. But now you, when you say that it's just taking over episode after episode, I yeah. kind of agree with you, too. But there, on the other hand, I also think that, you know, some people are more powerful in their silence and just the way they direct or the way they give actions. Because like she said before she left out, I forgot what she said with it in the bag. But like, these are your contents. This is your next job. And then she was ready to walk out and be done with it until the girl was like, but yeah. wait, I wanted to pull her adoration on there to her. So I think she's going to be one of those who are just. Um, she's going to walk in silence in her power. She'll speak when needed. She'll make her orders and directives when needed. But yeah. most of the time, I think she's just going to be her. Her power will be her silence. Well, I think her body language is not doing that good of a job. And I, I completely agree. And I I like how she conducts, you know, gives off her power. But it's just, you know, like I said, it's just she doesn't have that. Or, you know, when someone walks in the room, you can just say, okay, that person is important. When she just walks in the room, it's it's not really, I don't look at her and say, okay, she's someone that I need to talk to let me to get me. attention you know I mean? let me so, yeah, hear to I, what she's saying and I, I don't i don't know i think maybe there's just a lot going on i'm sure she has her own issues going on but, yes like you know. a prime yeah like when he enters the room yeah. you kind of you know you're at attention you're waiting exactly. to see what he's gonna say or do yeah. so i understand where you're so, coming yeah. from yes claire come on you got this girl <laughs> right uh so let's move on to we finally again we found out a lot of information in this episode so we finally found out why the prime side or the other side has all of these hand sanitation machines and they're right. always wearing these masks. We finally find out that it's due to a f- almost flu epidemic right. that happened and 7% of their world was wiped out. Yes. Um, which makes so much sense. Cause I know every episode I've just been like, what the heck is going on? Why are they so hypersensitive about germs and whatnot? They don't shake hands, like nothing. And like uh, Silk said or Howard said when he was out there, you don't see no socialization going yeah. on. And it's like, so what is the makeup of this other side? Yeah. And then uh, we have Emily uh, Prime who did explain to us about yeah. the flu epidemic, which yeah. was great. But yes, I'm with you on agreement. Yeah. So I like that we finally got some background on that. And to go further along with that point, we find out that it's possible that um, the Howard side 
could have planted that flu on the other side to get rid of them. Did you catch that? I did catch that. Yes. I thought that was very interesting. I thought so, too, because, again, just in this crazy show i feel lost 90 percent of the time watching it right so i thought that prime's world was well when they split apart i thought prime's world was the dominant world the dominant side Mm -hmm. so when they said that they they think the epidemic came from silk side i was surprised because i feel like the people on silks or howard side of the other side Mm -hmm. aren't as I don't know what the word is. They're not as aggressive. They're not as right. um, evil or strategic in their mm-hmm. thinking to try to take away another world. Um, so that's why I was confused, too. I was like, or not necessarily confused. It just was like an epiphany. Like, oh, OK. So they did come from that side. So right. we get a little more into just their dislike from each other or mm-hmm. from each side. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. And of course, it gives us a background to what these two worlds have been going through separately, right. what they've been going through with each other and why they're, again, it, it also explains why this cro- the crossover process to get from one world to another is so strict, <laughs> it's so serious. Right. And it, it just, that little small piece in this episode really gave us a lot of insight onto the bigger picture between the two worlds. And also, too, I like it because you now, I, now I can piece together the tug of war between the yeah. two sides and why one side wants to be more inferior than the other, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be in the play this whole series um, and to see what more is revealed at the end of the time, but just the the coming together from all of that works finally amazing in my head yeah. and I can try to start piecing together other pits pieces, excuse me, of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So to one of my other favorite reveals of this episode, Emily Prime and Emily Silk. Yes. We definitely learned that they are not that much different. Not at all. I'm so glad you opened with that. Oh. Not at all. Not that much different. It was a shock, but at the same time, it wasn't. I, I feel like it was almost a little more disappointing really? than a shock. Because I just, I wanted Howard's Prime to be the good one so bad because I love him and he's I so I do want nice. him to get a win, like, at yeah. some point in life. He's yes. been taking all these L's and I just wanted something to go right for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, it looks like... She is not that much different. No. Um, I'm with you on that, too. I feel like I just was um, in the opening act where um, Prime is as Silk and he goes to meet or he's going to visit Emily, but he meets the guy he plays the um, board game with. Do you remember what you said it was called? Hex. Hex. And um, he calls him out and they play. And just the belittlement of the guy he was playing with, like, oh, you, you've been studying after two yeah. months. You finally might win. And then prime which i'm so proud he took himself out of that made a mm-hmm. howard move mm-hmm. and lost the game right but i was just like dang does anybody in howard's world or life encourage him inspire him uplift yeah. him he is constantly beaten down and belittled yeah. mm-hmm. so it was a shock to me because of through his eyes you would think his emily is faithful kind She's supportive uplifting yes and not to say that she may not be an angel right? <laughs> but just not the angel that i was thinking not the kind yeah. that i would portray yeah so i just i love this episode for that reason we yeah. got to see a little bit more of both emily's yeah but i also think that the beauty in finding out um the so-called dirt of emily silk is it almost humanizes her because yeah. again because she's been in this coma we only know her through 
Howard's eyes. Right. And uh, as he's painted her, you know, she's just this wonderful woman. And she would only almost match him. Yes. And I kind of, I liked that we got to see that she, she has another life and she's not really that person that Howard is thinking. Right. Which also brings um, another conclusion is that we see that not only the two Emilies, but all of the different counterparts that we were able to experience in this episode, all of them are actually not that much different from each other. Very true. Um, We see the two Howards. Man, they both went through it on both sides of the world. They did. In this episode. Um, We meet a new character, Alice. Yes. Um, And she is actually living with her counterpart. And sharing And sharing a husband. That was very uh, weird. It was. like a three-way marriage situation <laughs> going on. And I don't know if I like, because you see the first Allison, she's telling, talking to uh, Quail and Aldridge. Yeah. And then she tells her husband, check the roast. He always mm-hmm. cooks it too much. Yeah. And then we see the other wife or the other Allison, excuse me, come in and she says the same thing. So I understand. We know they're each other's other. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want them to be repeating everything that says already. Like, yeah. it make her bring another perspective. If they're going to be more involved in the show and we'll see more of them, I kind of want to see, we see how they're like, but I want to see their differences now. I think that the reason that they did that in this episode in particular is to show that it's to really drive that point home that no matter what world you come from, you guys are still the same. Even though you've had different experiences and you may like communicate things differently, mm. at the end of the day, you guys are still the same person. Because in past episodes, when we have seen like Prime and Howard together, right. they do things similar, but not the exact same. And I, I feel like that was one of the points that they were trying to make in this episode, that you guys really aren't that much different i mean that's just like general life too we are all a human being Mm -hmm. and we all have emotions and we all are scarred and we all bleed red but you know sometimes we forget that as people so that's actually a good point i didn't think about in that view that no matter who you are even if you have a twin in Mm -hmm. you know real life (laughs) and not you still are there's some similarities between everyone but you still are unique in your own fashion too so yeah yeah and then she also tells us that she has she's when she came over from the other world she let Aldridge know that there was some type of situation going on and him and his people pretty much swept it under the rug right and now it's coming back to bite all of them and I mean here we are well what feeling do you get from Aldridge I don't know I don't I don't trust him okay uh, he looked sick in this episode for whatever oh, reason. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it was like it because he was under pressure or, uh-huh. or what. He just looked a little different. So in this I don't. Episode. I don't think I'm with you on that one. I don't trust him. I don't think he's loyal. I'm. I think he knew about this. Yeah. So he's letting Quail in because I don't think he trusts Quail either because he wanted Quail's position or Quail got it because he is the husband to the director's exactly. wife. So I don't, I think that's kind of like um, their tug of war and their professionalism. Mm-hmm. But I felt like when they were driving to the house, I thought we were going to see his other. I was waiting for that yeah. husband and I was staring at him when he came Me in real too. hard too. Like, <laughs> I think that's going to be Aldrich's other. Sorry that didn't happen. Yeah. But um, I think he already knew about all of this. Yeah. And for whatever reason, now he's trying to, 
I think he's going to he's trying to just to save his behind mm-hmm. and still make sure that the trust between him and Quail is there. But I don't think Quail believes him or trusts him either. No. So I can't wait to see what d- unfolds and what he's actually how much he's intertwined, just like the Pope, how much he knows about both sides and everything yeah. that's going on. So, well, if you think about it, he only revealed Alice because he had to. Exactly. He set up the house. She had they have guards. They have a whole set up there exactly. that he's known about for how long. And you're just now telling quail so i don't think that aldrich is i don't think he's the mole yeah but he definitely knows way more information um than i felt he even knew mm-hmm. I'm and, in agreement. uh he's just now coming forth with and i i don't like that at all because yeah. you could have I don't I don't know. I just feel like there's there's a lot that could have been prevented or a lot of information that could have been used before and now, but for whatever reason you've been holding on to that. And I also thought it was weird. Does he live at the office? I don't I think he just went back to try and search himself to see who this shadow person is. Well he, he I, had he had slippers. He had like a pull out bed. I did see that. So I don't know. Maybe he just one of them businessmen that you know, long late hours, late nights, and okay. you just have to kind of crash at your office for a minute. Okay. But I don't think, I would hope not. But I just, if, if from the paper he had and he was circling names and going through that, I just thought maybe he was just trying to really find out and dig into who this mole is or who okay. this shadow person could be. Okay. Good point. Good point. So let's talk about Howard finally running into Pope, which I really thought was interesting. Pope is something else he is he is very convincing you don't know whether to believe him or not he read howard of course he's too smart he already knew that that wasn't right wasn't prime and i was just like howard shut up like stop answering all this man's questions like just sit there in silence if you have to or get up and walk away but he was just giving him too much information well i think it's also too because of his naivety and he's trying to find out what his truth is or what the truth is of going on again we know that his ultimate mission is trying to figure out who could have wanted to kill his wife and why Mm -hmm. so I felt like you at first to like stop talking stop saying so much because we know Pope is of Prime's world Pope has this school going on that's going to be a third world and Mm -hmm. they're just going to be killers so we don't know what angle Pope probably will ever really play Mm -hmm. but then I also too want to know now that we get a bit of Emily Silk, how far she was into this? Because her and Prime have been sending letters for forever. Yeah. And now we see she has a, a Ian, um, but what is his name? Andre. <laughs> Andre. And so I, I want I want I want Silk to get a win and I want him to get a win off of the truth yeah. and not what people are feeding to him. So yeah. Well, he's doing the right thing by asking questions. I just think that he's asking the wrong people yes. questions. But at the same time, he doesn't know who he doesn't to know trust, who to right. trust or who to ask questions to. So I don't, I don't know. I just and I, then I just think he's getting ping pong too because you yes. hear this and Pope tells him not to trust Emily Prime and then Emily Prime is like, okay, so that's weird coming from him, yeah, because he's the one that tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. And then now you see how she acts in her position when they went to um, Edgar the Courier to yeah. find out the address and leading. So I feel like. You have to ask the wrong people first to get it right because yeah. that's all that's around him at this point. So exactly. he has to find his answer somewhere. Yeah. The mistakes are going to lead you to the answer. I hope so. I yeah. really do hope they will. Yeah. I really kind of enjoyed seeing Emily 
prime in her role. We've always known she's inspired or right. has been part of the the company, but we really got to see her in action today. It was a little scary, I feel like. And poor Howard didn't know what to do when she, I don't know, it was just something about her tone, um, her calmness mm-hmm. was pretty frightening. I feel like it's like that quote where you take my weakness for kindness mm-hmm. and it just surprises you when you that lion in you comes out. Yeah. And like she said, you see, he's over there quiet because he was literally scared. He yeah. didn't know what to say yeah. or what to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at the moment, I don't know if she took a breath because she scared herself almost for a second. Like she yeah. probably was really going to shoot him, but had yeah. to control herself from doing that in front of Silk. Yeah. Or if she just forgot how how long it's been since she's been back in the strategy team and how to conduct herself. Yeah. Um, but she's definitely uh, one to keep an eye on. And I don't know, is her position higher than, or if they even rate it higher than uh, Prime's? I don't believe so. Okay. But yeah, so I think that Silk got to see her in action too. And I hope it's more of, like she said, opening his eyes to who she is and not his Emily. Yeah. And she she definitely reminded him that I'm, I'm not your Emily. You know, yes. um, don't let all of this confuse you. Don't let your emotions take over because at the end of the day, you're not my husband. I'm not your wife. Um, and I'm glad she reminded him of that. What um, was she reminding herself also? Well, it, like, that's a good I point. Kinda, it could be both. Yes. could be both. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were just saying that, and I'm picturing them in their mind. I feel like, too, she's kind of trying to make herself aligned in the sand to where she can't cross as well because of the opposites we've seen in both the relationships. Silk is probably the the Howard she would want to be with and want to be in love with. And on the other side, maybe through these letters, too, that Emily is probably the one that should be with Prime. Mm -hmm. And even when Prime came back from Andre's house and found out that he's Jack's actually a civilian and not from either side Mm -hmm. i was surprised at the emotion and the little bit of not necessarily anger but that he was upset and annoyed with her a little bit he was pissed that like sorry am i going ahead too far no 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 okay i wasn't surprised at his emotion at all okay because if you think about it prime has already gone through a struggle or a situation with Emily betraying his trust. Mm -hmm. So the sad part for Prime is he's having to relive this again because he's Mm -hmm. had all of these high expectations for the other Emily that he's been communicating with through letters. So he's sitting here looking down on his Emily where the other Emily that he's set all these high expectations for really is no better. See, and that's that's the only reason why I thought differently is because he's been through that with his Emily. Mm-hmm. And now because of, like you just said, how Silk also regards his Emily in higher standard and he didn't really know her other life. Right. But then again, to find out you're with someone, you've been together, I think he said 10 months, Andre was saying. Yeah. And his name is Michael. His name is Michael. Yeah. Oh, I don't know where I got Andre from. But <laughs> okay. Michael, um, where he said they've been together for 10 months. I kind of felt like that was a dagger in his heart, but I felt like you've already been through this with your Emily again your lives aren't that different mm-hmm. and so why are you that mad again but now where you said because of the letters and maybe he did high have high standards for yeah. Emily Silk as well I can yeah. see that too yeah and I think it's very easy to put expectations on people 
that you don't really know that well. Again, he Definitely. only knows her through their communication communications through letters right and he's again just like the other howard and the other emily they're all almost putting what they wish the other person was on the on the other side that goes to the question someone asked um it was about love Howard asks uh, Emily Prime, do you think it's possible to truly love someone if we don't really know know who they are? Yeah. So that's where I think that goes to. And before she answered, her answer was she thinks it's, you know, just seeing them from a point of view from who they are or who they would rather be rather than who they are. Yeah. So I thought she said maybe we don't love someone for who they are, but who they rather be rather be. Yeah. So I thought that was a great point, too, which is true and which, again, could also just be your perception and how you see from your eye and your point mm-hmm. of, of who this person is. Um, it's just like the images we conjure of people, period, regardless if we love them or if we just see them from afar or we see them in their own world operating in work or as a mother, father, politician, whoever. Yeah. It's just what we conjure in our minds about that person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was a true point. But again, I just don't want Silk to get caught up in that. Like, he needs a win. He needs he needs a win so bad. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you think that that not only applies applies to someone that we are in love with, but don't you think that can apply to ourselves? Oh, definitely. We always try to put on this front or, or be this person that we know we should be or that we want to be. But is that the person that we really are? What I think of is the person you're trying to become. It may not be the person who you are now, but you see different characteristics mm-hmm. portrayed in other people. So you want to attach to that rather than being a hater. Right. <laughs> you want to be it. You want to be it in kindness and in love. So then this is how you want to give off yourself to the world or to people because mm-hmm. those are the characteristics and the uh, whatever level of maturation you want to possess. Yeah. So, yeah, I see it in that way. I don't think it's um a fallacy or a deception that we're telling ourselves or yeah. even others. I just think, again, we want to grow into whatever characteristic yeah. that may be. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I took that, that it's not only about a, a love situation romantically, but um, I'll use Prime, for example. The Pope or Pope told us, you know, he made Prime the way he is after what Emily pretty much put him through. Right. So this Prime, this toughness, this macho man that Prime is showing us, is that really who he is or is that an act that, not an Mm. act, but is that what he wants us to think of him? Is that what he's portraying? But how do we know that that's is that really who he is deep down inside? Take away all of his experiences, right. the hurt, the pain, everything. Is that really who he is? And does that make him any better than Howard Silk? No, I don't think so. Definitely. I think that is at this point from the separation between the two Howards that it is who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other side of that is Silk. Yeah. So I think that's where like the juxtaposition comes from the two of them being alike but opposite mm-hmm. um but also when we see them in each other's footsteps you also see the differences in how they're pulling from each side of because they know they have an other side now they're pulling from one another in that aspect yeah yeah so i mean sorry the two howards they just they both take took l's they, they both <laughs> were really, really very bad. disappointed and hurt by their two emily's and i must say 
Michael, the guy that Emily Sook was dealing with, I was very disappointed that this entire time he like it's one thing for Emily to betray Howard, but this guy has been sitting in your face every day. You guys drink coffee every morning and, and you've been sleeping with his wife. Yeah. That's a whole that's a other level. <laughs> and you know, I I don't know if Prime was shocked in that moment. Yeah. Because again, he really did. He was like, "Oh, you're a civilian." He thought he was yeah. from one side or the other. Um, but then also, I kind of wanted him to react as Prime and yeah. not how Silk was too. Yeah. Because you have you've been lying for ten months. Mm-hmm. You've been in love with someone else. Yeah. And I think because of what he went through with his Emily, he was easier. It was easy for him to understand, like, okay, and ask these questions: Do you love her? Yeah. And already know that, okay, because she loves you. Mm-hmm. And then it just also to me put in the perspective of Silk and how his mundane, ordinary life and what he thinks is perfect mm-hmm. is not. Yeah. Or at least may not be the Emily when she wakes up and tells us that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Do you think Prime is going to continue to visit Emily Silk? Because after he gave his speech and, you know, pretty much told her how disappointed he is in her, it almost seemed like that was a goodbye. It did, didn't it? Yes, I agree with you on that one. But no, I think he has to because he has to keep up routine. Okay. What the meetings will be about. Um, maybe he'll just start going back to read the book that Silk was reading her because no more com- communication or because he's hurt, mm-hmm. disappointed or what he found out. I don't know. But I think he still will continue to read her. He has to because he's his visa <laughs> is no longer valid yeah. and they can't find out what's going on on both sides. That could create more trouble too soon. So mm-hmm. he'll still, he'll still convi- com- continue to visit her. Okay. What do you think is going to happen with uh, Howard and Anna? We saw that he invited her over to the apartment and is really just trying to take the chance to get to know her. And my heart broke him just tearing up and just say, you know, I won't say anything. Just let's pretend that I'm not the father who neglected you and who wasn't there for you. What do you think is going to happen in that relationship? I felt like. I don't think it's going to end good, number one. So I feel like when he was apologizing, he was apologizing to his Anna for not being here, yeah. how they couldn't protect her and keep mm-hmm. her alive. Or um, she had a miscarriage. But then on the other side, too, because of that, that's the pull in his heart that he wants to know his Anna. And at some point, they're going to have to change back. Mm-hmm. So she's going to get prime as a dad back, and it's going to just explode all over again because she'd been with Silk who's more open and honest and loving and caring Mm -hmm. and she's torn and you can see her with the questions she was asking like just tell me what this end game is so I can understand and I can still leave you alone and you can leave me alone but Silk's still pulling at her heart as well too because she wants her dad yeah so I don't think it's going to end well yeah um for either of them um how it's going to end to be continued. Yeah. To be determined. A small, small part of me wants Howard to tell her that he's oh, not really? her dad. Yeah. Well, for what outcome? I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just want, I don't know if it's because of my own selfish reasons. Because at the end of the day, her knowing and her not knowing is, gonna, is not going to do her any good. Very true. Um, but I, I don't know. I may, maybe for Howard's feelings. Do you think she would? Do you think she knows about both sides? No, she does. She seems like she has no idea. So, do you think that will cause more trouble if he did tell her? 
Because I can understand that too. You kind of tell her so that she knows some truth and she can open up to you more because now you're being honest. Mm -hmm. But then, like, my first thought would be like, well, how do you look so much like my father? Now I know it's a difference because you're not actually him. But then where did this? So all of those questions that might open up, I understand where you said it's just that little part and you two I do. It's just that I I just want to hug Howard. Like, I just want to. Put your hand on my shoulder. He just needs Finally, love. He does. He needs love <laughs> and peace. Oh, yes, gosh. he really does. I'm with you on that. Because everyone at this point that he trusts and love has betrayed him. Not that yes. it's not that many people to begin with, right. but the few people that he does have. And also, too, when he was saying, you know, he's made some mistakes and again, I don't know if he was just winging it as prime, trying to smooth things over with Anna so she wouldn't leave and they can actually talk and have a conversation. Yeah. Um, or if he was actually just telling us a little bit of his past that we haven't seen yet. I think it was a little because bit Because I feel like now from how we've seen everyone's other, there's something there's in something. the past that has happened or that they've done that's drastic. And yeah. hopefully we'll see that too. Yeah, absolutely. The, the fact that we've learned a little bit about Emily uh, Silk and how she's not that perfect. I'm sure there's some in, some information about Howard Silk that right. we will, of course, dis- discover in later episodes on what he's been through. Right. I'm sure he hasn't been an angel this entire time. So there's so much more yes. to I, learn. I'm ready for Emily to wake up, though. I'm I am ready too. for her to wake up now. I'm ready for her to wake up and face the music. I am. Explain yourself, Emily. Tell us your side. Tell us just everything. Please. Tell it to, to Silk. Again, like I said previously, I'm one of those people that... I don't have the patience in letting it play out. So I want to know Sunday, I, next I Sunday. Do, but I'm, yeah. I'm not ready for Howard Silk's heart to be broken again. When, when he finds out, I'm, I might be ready to throw some bows. Yeah, Emily. see, I, I'm ready for it because I want it to all be done so he <gasps> no. can just be broke and then build himself back up whichever way or by any means that is going to happen. But I'm just, I don't like him being in the dark. And all of these things that he think is true is not really 100% true. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Quick question. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to ask again. I know last week we talked about who the mole might be. My my answer this week is totally different from last week. Okay. Do you still think that the mole hasn't been revealed? revealed? I still believe so. Okay. I still believe so. But I, yours? Who did you say last week? Do you remember? Last week I said it could probably be quail. Oh, okay. And it changed this week because one of the children, when she was um, talking about who Claire was, Mm -hmm. she said something like, she talks about you all the time. Right. So that made me think, okay, do they know the mole? If they do know the mole, is the mole a woman? And then I'm thinking, okay, I'm sure the mole isn't someone that's right in our face, someone that's obvious. So if I had to pick a name, Mm -hmm. I think... That the mole could be Quail's father-in-law. Oh, wow. Okay. I I think it's someone not super obvious. But, again, we'll find out. Yes, we will. So let's get into some predictions really quickly. Definitely. Um, After Buzz TV predictions. I always want to say pay attention. I'm sorry. (laughs) So you go first. I go first. You can go first. Okay. Um, What I think... I really, I don't know if it's, 
or just me wanting this to happen so bad too. Uh-huh. But I think Emily's going to wake up next Sunday in the okay. next episode, episode six. She's going to wake up, and that's going to, or she's going to come to some type of level of consciousness, mm-hmm. um, and that's going to bridge the gap between. <clears throat> Her and Prime will find out about those letters a little bit, maybe. Maybe from her point of view, that would be great. Um, but I think it'll be a crossover with both of the Emilys in the Prime. So Emily Silk okay. and Prime and then, excuse me, um, Howard and Emily Prime to where they're going to start. I don't want to say lives together, but they're going to start helping each, each other out. I think last okay. week I said that... Um, Prime wasn't going to be over in the world too much longer yeah. on the wrong side or yeah. the other side because of just everything that has to go into it and keeping up with. But I think now that Silk's not going to want to come back because him and Emily are going to be involved okay. in trying to figure out who actually wants to kill Emily because mm-hmm. that's her ultimate goal as well. Um, so that's just one of my predictions so far this week. Okay. I predict that Baldwin and the children will meet at some point next episode ooh, and ooh. maybe have some type of shootout yeah some sort of situation i don't believe that they know who the assassin is and that she would be the assassin um but i'm pretty sure that based on body language and how they move you know you can spot someone who's of your own or from right. your world um i also think that something's gonna happen with claire i i don't know why but Something bad. Okay. Something bad is going to happen with her. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see Howard and Emily Prime continue to work together. I think, um, now that you mentioned Ball, that was the second part that I couldn't think of at first for my predictions. She and this bartender are going to have some type of relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking at this moment, or at least this just how we've seen her operate a little, but how we've seen her move in this episode, she's not as much on guard as I think she should be. Yeah. I think she thinks she, maybe she's a little cleared because she killed the guy that Claire sent, set her up with mm-hmm. and came in and was supposedly kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she, cause she's not up to par and being mindful of what she's doing and where she's going. Um, that's going to be her downfall. Yeah. Well, Baldwin, everyone needs to get it together. Yeah, there they was, really do. There was a lot of stuff that happened this episode, but, but it was a great episode. It was, I it really, was. I really loved it. So, thank you guys for joining us for another episode, episode five of Counterpart on Stars. Make sure you comment, like, subscribe, and I am Ashley Allen, your host, and you can find me on all social media at Ashley Reed Allen. Thanks for tuning in again. We'll be at the same place, same time next Sunday. Again, I am Tequila. You can follow me at Tequila underscore I am. Absolutely. We'll see you guys next week. See you next Sunday. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 